Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 96. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and today I am super excited to have the fabulous Josh Elledge with me here today. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you so much, Kelly. Let me share a little bit about you with our listeners. So Josh is the founder and chief executive angel of SavingsAngel.com and is one of the nation's leading experts on consumer savings. Josh is a weekly syndicated newspaper columnist reaching more than 1.1 million readers. He also regularly appears on more than 50 television stations across the country, having appeared on TV or radio more than 1,000 times. He recently launched Op-End PR a groundbreaking service designed to inspire and provide a roadmap for entrepreneurs who want to dramatically increase their own sales by attracting the perfect audiences without the typical expense associated with a PR firm. Josh lives in Orlando, Florida, and is a U.S. Navy veteran, dad of three awesome kids, and a self-proclaimed fitness geek. Josh, so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm thrilled to be here. All right. Well, let's get right down to business because there's a whole lot that you can help our listeners with here today. So, you know, I think PR is one of those crazy animals that people run screaming from because they don't understand it. Um, it, it sounds like something that's just going to cost them thousands and thousands of dollars to actually do anything with. And um, they, they don't feel like it's realistic for them. So break down those myths for us, help us bust through them and, and let's mm-hmm. show people how they can make this work for them. Absolutely. So, you know, part of building an unstoppable business is that you develop systems uh, that are going to just uh, they're going to put a lot of things on autopilot. And one thing uh, I think that that can be frustrating for a lot of us is, you know, staying relevant, staying in front of new audiences, um, you know, just continuing um, that momentum of attracting new people. And so there are a couple of ways you can do that. Now, when I launched my primary company, savingsangel.com, nine years ago, I had no money for advertising. I mean, there was Google AdWords, but I don't, I mean, Facebook was, I'm not even sure Facebook was around, quite frankly. Um, So that wasn't available. And, you know, and again, not having any money, completely bootstrapping this thing. uh, You know, all I had was a background in working with the media. I was a Navy, uh, I was actually a journalist in the U.S. Navy for five years, did a lot of broadcast journalism. And then I owned a small town newspaper for a couple of years as well. And so I used that experience uh, and just reached out to every media outlet I could. Now, thankfully, I kind of knew the language to use. I, I had the confidence and the experience so that it wasn't very foreign for me. But as a result, Kelly, I mean, I was able to launch a company into pretty decent success pretty quickly. I mean, today, you know, now nine years later, Savings Angel has grossed over $5 million in sales, and we've spent less than $500 in advertising. Yeah, that's just incredible. I mean, I know people are losing an arm and a leg advertising today, sometimes seeing a return, sometimes not. So um, tell us a little bit about what you're finding to be the 
the hottest platform as far as connecting with media and journalists today and how you personally use it in, in your business? Yeah, without a doubt, uh, it's Twitter. I mean, and, and I think a lot of us, you know, either we're in a position where we get it, we use it, and we know how to use it. We know how to network with it. We know how to connect with influencers and and other people that we want to collaborate with. Uh, or I think that there are a lot of people that are just a little confused. Like maybe they see it as a great way to follow along when they're watching their favorite game or watching reality TV, and they can kind of watch the Twitter feed to go along with that. Um, but they're really missing out on the huge opportunity. And what's really exciting in the field of public relations, and this is a this is an industry that I've really paid attention to and and have been in and out of for the past 20 years um, is that Twitter is making many aspects of public relations completely unnecessary because the reality is newsmakers, journalists, producers, influencers would rather talk with you. If you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're the newsmaker, they'd really rather not have to go through your go between your your PR person. Um, and in fact, we're just seeing this more and more and more where journalists who are actively seeking experts will very plainly put in their inquiry, no PR people because they just don't want to, they don't want to have to deal with the extra steps that uh, PR that PR folks uh, add in there. So Twitter uh, Kelly, in answer to your question, is absolutely the platform um, to make those connections. That's awesome. And that's really exciting for business owners and entrepreneurs today, especially, Josh, because I think that in the past, you really felt like you needed to have someone that could reach out on your behalf yeah. or you needed to have that extra person, you know, that it seemed a little awkward if you yourself were reaching out to pitch. I think back in the day, that was kind of seen as like a no-no almost, like, you know, it shouldn't be you that's pitching yourself. But it's it's great news for business owners and entrepreneurs that this is the direction that people are going. They're like, let's cut out the middleman. We want to connect directly with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, so today, you know, and the reason for that, I think there are a number of reasons. Number one is that social media has bridged those gaps for us. I mean, it's just made the process of connecting so much easier than ever before. But another reason for that is just the intense requirements that journalists have for content. They ha they just don't have the luxury and the time that maybe they once did. I mean, the news cycle now is, you know, gone is Ten the- seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, gone is like the two, three day news cycle. It's, mm -hmm. you know, gone is the 24 hour news cycle. It's now like a, 60 minute or less news cycle. So, you know, they absolutely have to do things faster than ever before. And if you can build those relationships and if you can make yourself available and you can communicate that you are absolutely a great, reliable source and a thought leader for your industry, you will be in such a brilliant, unstoppable uh, position business wise. Yeah, that's, that's don't awesome. you like how I keep uh, I dropping or unstoppable? Yeah. He's, he's keeping us on task here. He's helping you guys out. So this is awesome. So we've we've talked about, you know, the fact that Twitter is the platform of choice. We've talked about the fact that you don't need a PR rep. You don't need a staff member. It's something easily that any entrepreneur can do. We've talked about the fact that people want to connect with you directly. So now break it down for us, Josh, and let's talk about a step-by-step 
you know, process or system that anyone that's listening in today can start using on Twitter to go out and start making these connections and start gaining some publicity for their business. Yes, absolutely. So the first thing, like if, and I have consulted and taught so many business owners, and a lot of times I will have this initial conversation with with them where they'll say, well, Josh, I tried PR and it didn't work. And I said, well, what did you do? And they said, well, you know, I just blasted out a press release Mm -hmm. or I contacted 20 journalists and started telling them about my product and nobody responded. And I kind of look at them and I go, well, you know, I, I don't know that I would respond to you if you sent me an unsolicited request like that. So let me give you the steps on what you want to do. And I'm I'm really just going to boil this down to the very, very essentials. Number one, you have to establish your credibility before you even think about reaching out. And you do this by making sure that your social media profile and that your engagement and everything communicates authority. All right. So you're just going to have to invest some effort to make sure that you look good on Twitter. And then that's number one. And number two would be LinkedIn. Anything else is kind of a bonus, any other social media platform. But those are the two that really are going to help you establish your credibility when working with the media. Then I will also want to make sure that when we go to your website, that it looks absolutely up to date. It looks like you're in business for yourself. And again, it communicates authority. It should be attractive. If I scroll down to the bottom, it should say copyright this year as opposed to the year past. And Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that's up to date. Um, And then the next thing you want to do, and this is something that you have to work on, um, but I want to make sure that your Google search results, your digital um, reputation looks really good. And so, um, you know, and in fact, I just Googled Kelly Roach and her search results are fantastic. You should do it. Go ahead and Google Kelly Roach right now and you'll see that this gal has it together. Uh, and you could Google my name. And so the way that you, by the way, what's weird is the number two search result is Kelly Roach obituary, which I don't know why that's, is there like another famous Kelly Roach that recently passed? I don't know. I know that there's like an actress in the UK, I think called Uh. Kelly Roach. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's not you. Our Kelly Roach that we, that that we love and regard is alive and well. Yes. So, but anyway, so yeah, getting back to my original topic, you want to make sure that your Google search results are good. And the best way to do that is just to be a contributor, be a giver, serve audiences, find other people that you can collaborate with and you can guest post with, but you have to do it in a way. I mean, I could spend, I could spend a whole half hour about like how to become a master at guest posting because there's absolutely some do's and do nots um, when it comes to guest posting that work and don't work. Um, But that needs to be fixed. And then of course, So your social media, your website. Yeah, if you get all of that down, then what's really important about this, Kelly, is that when you do reach out, you're going to pass the smell test. And this is so critical because we've all gotten those emails that, you know, the pitch or whatever we're getting via email. It's like, well, you know, okay, that doesn't sound bad. But then we're like, well, who is this person? And so we try Mm -hmm. to figure that out as quickly as possible. And we rely on those subtle cues to let us know whether or not that person is um, reliable. They're a good source. And so similarly, that's what the media is going to do. And it might be an unpaid intern who's trying to deduct this within like 30 seconds time. So you got to have it in place. And if you'll do this, guess what? Your success rate in pitching the media is going to go through the roof. I've been doing this for long enough. Trust me when I tell you that what I've just told you is the 
God's honest truth. It is solid gold. Take it to the bank because mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've seen people before and after getting your reputation, your credibility uh, established first is critical. I love it. Okay. So do you typically recommend that people build a, a Twitter list or walk us through kind of, you know, how people stay organized and start working, you know, people through kind of uh, that no like, and trust process? Because I'm assuming just like with everything else in business, it's not going to be instant gratification. What does that process look like? How do you recommend that people stay organized? That whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Twitter can be extremely overwhelming, uh, particularly if you're, you haven't been using it for quite some time because you go into the Twitter feed and you just start scrolling down. If you have a lot of people that you're following, I mean, you'll scroll down for pages and pages and pages of just stuff that people have tweeted in the last two to three minutes. So it's like, how on earth am I going to keep up to date with some of these influencers that I really want to follow and get to know what they're writing? Because it's really important that instead of you just blasting out your junk to, you know, hundreds of influencers and journalists, don't do that. Don't, don't spam, don't spray and pray. I mean, that's just, that's not what works very well. Instead, it's much better, more effective if you identify 10 to 20 journalists and influencers who are really a great match for your field of expertise. They're really interested in your area. And then you want to get to know the kind of stuff that they produce, the kind of content. Um, so, in, in order to do this, you have to put these people into what's known as a Twitter list. So you could create a list of local journalists. You could create a list of industry journalists. You could create TV people. You could, and it, it, and you have to keep these lists. And then that's how you then are able to curate uh, these very important people. And then what I want you to do is after you identify the great people that you should be working with, then I want you to get on their radar. And you want to do that by liking slash favoriting, responding and retweeting. But you got you, you got to do it in a way that's not creepy. Right? Mm-hmm. You have to do it. You, you just want to get on their radar, but not too much. Right. You want them to be like, oh, yeah, Kelly Roach, I've seen her. Mm-hmm. And so then you know, maybe a couple of weeks after doing that, you know, I recommend, you know, usually two to four weeks, then it's appropriate for you to offer to be helpful on a particular topic that you are an expert in. And so that's the pitch. And so if you're the eyes and the ears for the things that are going on in your industry, for your journalist friends, and you just offer to be helpful, there's nothing you know, inappropriate. There's nothing like overwhelming about that. It's just you offering to be friendly and helpful and help them do their job. And if you do that, start off a little bit casual. And if they ask for a formal pitch, that's fine. You can do that. But that's really, Kelly, this is all you have to do. Mm -hmm. It really, I mean, there are a lot of other strategies and stuff that we can improve our success rate and, you know, make sure you're getting into huge, you know, big media outlets. Um, But this will absolutely get you in the game. Yeah, no. No, that's great. I love it. And so, you know, in, initially, you're not even really putting a formal pitch together, right? It's more so you're connecting with them, you're sharing, you know, helpful information, you're offering to be of assistance on hot topics that are trending, right? 
Mm, yeah, absolutely. And this is why what we do and, you know, kind of the solution that we came up with works really, really well. We're more kind of a done with you solution um, because most entrepreneurs, startup proprietors, I mean, we know how to network, right? I mean, it's it's not rocket science. The problem is, you know, there are just maybe a few tools, a few techniques that we really need to kind of hammer out. Um, but it really is, Kelly, you're absolutely right. It's nothing more than just just, you know, being a professional networker and finding where, you know, maybe there's a business owner that does, you know, that, that has this particular set of needs and has a particular set of talents. So it's, it's just kind of matching those things up and finding out where you can fit in to make their life easier. And if you do it, and Kelly, this part is so critical. If you do it with a heart of service and just wanting to serve that person and their audience without any expectations of returns, then guess what? This is really going to work out very, very well for you long term. Yeah. And that's where I want the unstoppable success is, you know, having lots of relationships of people that you have capital with, where you have served, you've made their life easy. Now they are going to return the favor and it's a great symbiotic relationship. Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's brilliant. And what I really like about what you're sharing here, Josh, is it's really no different than, say, if you're going to get serious about using Twitter as a platform for networking with potential clients, you know, you're going to follow a similar process if you're going to um, use LinkedIn to target people. I mean, it's, it's essentially you're building rapport, you're establishing yourself as a credible authority, you're being helpful, you're continuing to engage. And then when kind of um, a need of theirs intersects with the way that you've positioned yourself, the opportunity is presented, right? Yeah. And so if you could, most journalists would, they don't want to know a thousand people, right? They want to know when it comes to right. experts, they don't want to know a thousand experts. They can't do that. They can't wrap their brain around that. But if they have like, in my case, you know, I'm quote unquote, the consumer guy or the couponing guy or the saving money guy. And that's cool. Like I want to be known as their consumer guy. So for example, in Orlando, Florida, where I live, you know, I work with a lot of different journalists and anytime there's there's a consumer story. I'm going into TV tomorrow, for example, to talk about uh, a list that was recently a study that was put together on the top uh, staycation places to live. And Orlando was number one. So I'm thrilled that my media friends thought of me to comment on that and answer that question of why do I think uh, Orlando is number one for staycations. So guess what? It's great exposure for me. Is that really in my wheelhouse in terms of like what's really good for savings angel? Not necessarily, but again, I'm willing to do this because I know the more that I can give to my journalist friends, the more than that they could wave their magic wand and make something wonderful happen for me. Absolutely. No, that's perfect. So say we have listeners that are like, hmm, you know, I've always had a dream of getting my business on television that would really help the authority of my business, like that's mm -hmm. the next step that I want to take, where or how would they go about finding people on Twitter to try to begin this engagement dialogue with? 
Sure. So if you are keeping tabs on what's going on in your industry, obviously there are some different tools that you can use. Google News Search is probably the number one uh, tool that you can get started with that just makes it real easy. And so then when you find a story that's right up your alley, you find out who the writer was and you find them on Twitter. Trust me, like 90% of journalists are on Twitter. Uh, so then add them to the list. That's the best way really is just just if you're actively, you know, just um, seeking content, right, uh, reading content within your industry, you'll get to learn who all the players are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. as you start getting quoted as an expert, uh, again, this is what builds this unstoppable momentum uh, is that, you know, as you get quoted more and more, you'll have more people that will just out of the woodwork, you know, like Mashable last month, you know, I don't know where they found me, but they did. Um, and I suspect it was because I participated in another in another story. So there are so many reasons beyond just, well, I'm just doing it so I can get uh, the SEO pickup or the, the clicks back from that news story. Um, you know, having a, a super high authority is just so crazy valuable in terms of conversion rates on your um, on your site, um, you know, being able to network with uh, larger and larger influencers within your space, attracting investors. I mean, all of these things improve when you show that you are the go-to person in your space. Yeah, no, absolutely brilliant. And I mean, you shared at the beginning of this, you know, you spent less than $500 in advertising for, you know, a, a company that's done over $5 million in sales. So I mean, it's very clear what the correlation between using um, publicity and, uh, you know, generating the this the authority positioning through this is um, what the outcome can be. Um, mm -hmm. So you said that a smaller list typically is better. Um, yeah. And just kind of staying really focused and consistent with those targeted contacts versus kind of spraying all over the place and, and trying yeah. anywhere with anyone. Absolutely. And Kelly, I would also point out that, um, let's say, for example, you want to be on a podcast. Well, Rather than reaching out to the absolute biggest podcasters in the space, please leave them alone. They get inundated. <laughs> I've, I, you know, I've, I've been able to become friends with many of them and uh, they've shared with me their backlog uh, of, of guest requests. It's just absurd. Don't even bother, right? Until you've done, you know, maybe 10, 20 smaller podcasts, for example. Um, the same thing goes in working with journalists. Generally, it's a little bit easier to work work with a writer for your local newspaper than it is to, you know, work with the, you know, the startup person at TechCrunch, for example, yes. you know, they get hit up a lot. It's not to say that you won't be successful, but generally I find that, you know, a, a, a you know, a, a journalist or a writer that is a little bit smaller is going to be a little bit easier to work with. Build up your media credibility and you just continue to build and build upon that until eventually, yeah, you you can call up the producers at the Today Show and you can book your own gig. Sure. Yeah. No, this is great. Fantastic. I love everything that you're sharing here. So valuable. So, Josh, I know for you personally that you have webinars as a huge part of um, your business and that mm -hmm. you're funneling people right from Twitter onto the webinars and right from the webinars into your programs at UpNPR. So mm -hmm. can you talk to our listeners a little bit about that process? Because even whether it's in relation to getting PR or just in relation to overall marketing your business, I think that what you're doing there is um, an incredibly effective strategy to, to share with our listeners here today. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Um, and in fact, I've learned so much, uh, you know, over the past uh, while too. And so for my company, Upend PR, we're doing no advertising right now. I mean, we will in the future, but what ended up happening is just by applying my own principles, and I do two things. This is all I do for marketing. Number one is I try to be a nice and helpful person on Twitter, and I follow kind of best practices for sharing stuff that people are interested in, participating in the conversation conversation, networking with influencers, and that alone. And, you know, there's some tools that I use as well that really improve uh, productivity on Twitter. Um, But that's pretty much the number one thing I do. And then the number two thing I do is that I serve audiences. And so I, you know, I've got a lot of relationships um, with with author, speaker, coaches, podcasters, bloggers, and I I either I find ways to make their job easier or I find ways to serve their audience. And, you know, I really I honestly have no expectation of return. I don't need links back. I don't need promotion. I don't need any of that because my objective and this is a this is a clue and this is what I teach. Your number one objective should be to increase your value within your industry. And the more audiences you teach, the more valuable you become. And so, um, you know, and in fact, uh, you know, just by following these principles, we actually had to shut down new enrollments. I am not taking new clients right now uh, at, at our managed level. Uh, we just, we can't do it. I, I'm on like a hiring uh, spree right now, yeah, uh, trying yeah. to fill in, uh, fill in some spots. So I, I'm hiring now three new public relations managers and it's pretty crazy, um, you know, being in that position. But what's really cool, Kelly, to your point um, is that if you if you do this if you if this is your style for growing your business in serving audiences and being a teacher and a giver compare that to just selling 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 um so and you can implement this in your webinar so if you attend my webinar it's like 99.9% giving <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like and by the way this is what we do with other clients you know blah 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 you can click here and read this you know we're going gangbusters and we're not even open for new enrollments right now. But, uh, you know, just with that kind of, uh, and I'm, I'm probably over-exaggerating a little bit, um, but, but really with that, I'd say heart where it's, it really is all about the audience. You know what? People are going to feel that and people are going to want to reciprocate when they say, oh my gosh, that, that gal gave so much value. I need to find out what they do. So in their mind, you think about it from a sales psychology standpoint, they are saying, yes, yes, yes. I want more. I want more. And instead of shoving your buy now button in front of them, they are the ones that are moving forward toward wanting to engage with you. So in a sales psychology standpoint, they are the ones saying, yes, 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 yes. And if they're pursuing you in terms of eventually leading to a transactional relationship, you know, your sales funnel just doesn't really need to be that great. It could just be there. Here's all the value. And yeah, if you want to work with me, here's what we do. And you know, our solution is pretty awesome. Here's what we're doing with other people. You know, here's what we're doing for other people. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And and I couldn't agree more. I um I read a book very recently. I had her on the show as well, Judy Robinette's book, How to Become a Power Connector. And, mm. you know, I really I, I think that's such a valuable message that you just shared, Josh, about finding ways to add value for people and having a heart of serving and understanding that not everything is like instant 
gratification, immediate direct response. You have to like see the long range and the big picture of actual relationships where, you know, you serve and you make a difference and you're helpful and people remember that. And then when they, you know, have the opportunity, they're going to remember you, right? Absolutely. So you can, look, you could, there's two philosophies. You can either go for the hard close and the hard sell right now. And you could just say, well, I'm just going to sort through people and I'm just going to be Machiavellian about it. Uh, And you know what? Yeah, you'll probably make some sales this month, but guess what you're going to have to do next month? You have to go right back to the drawing board. So if you have a long range vision, just like what you said, Kelly, and you build an empire, then you truly will build a system that you just you don't have to shovel coal into the into the oven, you know, every 30 seconds. Yeah. You can just build by design and focus on just giving, serving and and loving and it's it it's just such a great way to be. Now, again, I totally understand people who are like, "Oh, Josh, I need to make money this month." Um, so I, I've got some opinions on that, but I would just say that I I get that, and so I get you know sometimes there's a little bit of urgency. Uh, but if you have the luxury of building it the right way, please do it the right way. I I promise you, a year from now, you're going to come back and you're going to find me and you're going to say, Joshua. Joshua. My grandma's the only one that calls me Joshua. Um, <laughs> Josh, thank you so much. Uh, you know, now I've just got this system and it's just, I love waking up and going to work every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I love it. I love it. So final question for you. And then Josh, I would love if you could share a little bit about your programs at UpNPR. I know that you have helped us substantially. So I would love to share what you're doing with everyone listening. But my last question is, talk to me a little bit about kind of a daily Twitter routine. So I'm very much, I like to contain things for the listener in terms of how can they wrap their head around if they had 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day to spend on Twitter and they want to incorporate PR into their overall business growth strategy, Mm -hmm. what would that look like? Yeah, so absolutely. So there are a few tools that I recommend. Um, Let's talk about content first because again, you, you are going to want to show that you have an audience of some sort. Um, It's not going to rule you out if you don't, but again, it's just going to make you look like more of, of an authority if you do have an audience of some size. Please don't go to Fiverr and buy Twitter followers. That's junk and it, people can see right through that. Um, instead, what I'd rather you do is I'd rather you focus on producing some content. And, you know, my first go around, uh, Kelly, I did go on Fiverr, but not to buy followers. I went on Fiverr to have somebody design, um, you know, five social media friendly images with inspirational quotes that would be appropriate to my industry. So not, you know, not the typical stuff that everybody shares, but things that are related to public relations or branding or imaging or, you know, getting more exposure or, you know, just something like that. And so I created 10 images and then, um, you know, there are a lot of tools you can use. I use social oomph. It's 10 bucks a month. It's ugly, but boy, does it work really well. Um, and, and I just put those images in rotation. Now with Twitter, again, most people aren't going to see in their newsfeed very far back. So I generally like to tweet something of value every 
30 minutes or so, mm-hmm. all right? It's going to be different for different people. I, I've got a big enough following and enough content now that 30 minutes is completely appropriate. And so I just put everything into rotation on social oomph. So every 30 minutes between 6 p- six a.m. and midnight, uh, I'm tweeting usually an inspirational image of some sort. I've got a bunch of them now. So, you know, I don't have to worry about people like, hey, wait a minute, I just saw that. Um, but I started with 10 images and, you know, spent 50 bucks and that was $50 well spent because that stuff got shared, that stuff got liked, that stuff uh, helped me attract an organic audience. And then Another um, couple of tools I'd really recommend, um, Crowdfire is really, really good. Um, it will help you, um, it'll help you identify maybe um, similar accounts and you could identify who those followers are and, um, you know, you could initiate a relationship with followers of your competitors, for example. Um, and that's a way to kind of kick things off. And of course, a percentage of those people will follow you back. Um, and then it will help you identify people that aren't following you back and you might consider unfollowing them. So I don't want to get too complicated here, but um, I would just say that um, my favorite tool, Social Oomph, Crowdfire. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Pablo is really good. Uh, I wouldn't even bother paying someone to do images anymore. Pablo is a free tool by Buffer and that I love. It's free and you can design all the images that you want. Uh, you could design it for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And the whole process takes you maybe five to 10 minutes. It's brilliant. I love their interface and I love that it's free too. <laughs> wow. And then, um, I have somebody that, uh, my assistant that helps me out using tweet deck. Um, so now we have multiple, you know, multiple people can access the same Twitter account and then she helps me respond to people who direct message me and that sort of thing and kind of go through that, um, to kind of speed up the process. Yeah. So, and there are a few others like buffer and, and so forth. Um, social media examiner did a really good episode about Twitter um, tools, I'm going to say early May, late April. If you go back and listen to that one, I thought they did a spectacular job at doing a roundup of all the great Twitter tools that there are out there. So yeah, you have to systematize this, uh, Kelly, for sure, because otherwise it's just going to eat up all your time. And you don't want to spend all your time doing social media. But that said, if you do this right and you're effective and you systematize this, you can get great return on investment from using Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, you broke it down here today. So value, value, value. Thank you so much, Josh. So I want you to tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing at Upend PR, how they can get in touch with you and uh, start generating some uh, leads and opportunities through PR for their business. Yeah. So at upendpr.com, we do a lot of pro bono education. So we do free workshops. We do, we have articles, videos, um, podcast episodes, audio, uh, really just everything designed so that the person who's in a position where they need to do it for themselves, by themselves, I've got everything that they need so that they can completely do it by themselves. And then of course, Upend PR is not a full service PR firm because in my opinion, that can get very expensive. It's very risky and you you know, you could blow five, $8,000 and get next to nothing. And, and unfortunately, in public relations, there are no guarantees. So that could very well happen. So we don't do that. Instead, we're kind of a done with you service. So whereas we have access to the very expensive PR tools, the ones that, you know, have these five, $8,000 a year license costs, um, we absorb that. And then we just basically just kind of kind of timeshare or divvy that up. Um, so we get, we get uh, access 
access uh, to all of the expensive stuff. And then we just kind of share that um, with all of our members. And then we do provide a lot of consulting and advice and strategy and, um, you know, making sure that they're very successful. So people are doing crowdfunding. People are doing, um, you know, they're pitching investors. We work with them, author, speaker, coaches, attorneys. Um, We've got big companies, small companies, um, really anyone design, you know, really anyone who um, loves to network to begin with. Um, they just need access to the right tools and really, really, really smart advice. Um, that's what we focus on at Upend PR. Brilliant, brilliant. And best first step for them to take. Yeah, is to absolutely go through, take a look at your own website. And if it hasn't been designed or redesigned in the past couple of years, you really need to go back to the to the drawing board on that. Design standards change and unfortunately get judged so quickly um, on your website that it's absolutely worth the investment uh, to get a new theme for your WordPress site. Um, you know, do it yourself or pay someone $500, $800 or whatever to personalize it and make it look really great. Uh, If you're serious about business, you're absolutely going to get a return on investment from that. Perfect. So Josh, I am so excited to share all of this with our listeners. Um, Any final note that you want to wrap us up with here? You know, other than, you know, just, you know, in your heart, um, you know, don't ever, when you're reaching out and wanting to work with people of influence, authors, spe- or I'm sorry, um, you know, journalists, producers, um, you know, big time podcasters and bloggers, you know, just these people that you look at and like, oh my gosh, if I could just get Oprah to talk about my business, I'd be all set, right? It's so, so, so important that you never, ever, ever in your initial communications ask them for stuff mm-hmm. that's it's completely inappropriate um so and i get hit up on this i'm sure you do too kelly yes. all the time of uh, people are like oh hey you know i'd love to do a guest post and guess what i'm not going to charge you money yeah. all i ask for <laughs> is and then yes. you know they start asking for all the links and the traffic yes. back and it's just like it turns that relationship into you know just kind of like ick yeah so don't be that person. And in, and if you just focus on being a giver, like there are people that uh, that are like crazy influential, like that, that I've reached out to uh, and I've, you know, and I've just offered to do hundreds, if not, you know, thousands of dollars worth of, uh, of service absolutely free. Now, I'm hoping that at some point they'll return the favor, but if they don't, my feelings are not hurt. But so just find people uh, that are more influential than you are and find ways. If you have an expertise in a certain area, find ways to be of service and do not ever, ever, ever breathe a word of what you want out of the relationship. Because if they smell that on your breath, they're going to be like, ooh, ick, no, no, thanks. I'm good. Right. Right. So just just be completely uh, selfless. And guess what? In the end, professionals will reciprocate, but you have to give them the space to do it. All right. Love it. Power. Thank you so much, Josh. So to everybody listening, definitely check out the work that Josh is doing at Upend PR. We'll include the links in the show notes. Josh, thank you so much for being an amazing guest. Happy to have you on the show today. Kelly, it's been my pleasure. Let's be unstoppable. Yes, thank you so much. So for everybody listening, until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. 
Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.